Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Council, coming at you live from this beautiful Sunday morning, Father's Day, Sydney, Portier, 6th September. Trying the morning slot uh, for the first time, I think, ever uh, before Father's Day festivities kick off. Coming to us, as always, Melbourne, Victoria, COVID, capital of Oceana. Um, Jack, former Hong Kong board member and one test thunderino. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Uh, good to get up early on a Sunday and get in to talk about the greatest game of all. I've always wondered about the Australasia and Oceania terms. Mm. They are different, though, aren't they? So Australasia doesn't include the Pacific Islands, I'd say. Yeah, I think that's where it is. I think Australasia is just New Zealand, Australia. Oceania. No, 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 no. Australasia's got Asia in it as well. Sorry, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Oh, does it? Australasia, yeah. yes. Fuck, so you think about that. That spans all the way to, like, uh, Afghanistan. And I- Iran, because Iran's in Asia and Saudi Arabia and all that. Nah. I don't reckon you go no. mainland Asia. I reckon you're literally just going some of the islands, your Indonesia's, your Malaysia's, um, into maybe Japan and then probably stopping. So no China? No. Yeah, okay. I could well, be... I've, actually just, I've actually just Wikipedia'd it, I and it does include right. any part of Asia. But that's what oh, I said no, originally, no. you fucking prick. Yeah, okay. It does. It includes P&G. Yeah. Well, you made me backtrack and then pretend I sort of, and I had to go on the fly, and then got myself into all sorts of trouble. So moral <laughs> of the story is trust that's your gut. Like, you know, it's SMH quiz when you do it with someone and they oh. fucking see the, put a seed of doubt in your mind oh. and you need to go with your heart. Would you? Did you do the Sydney Morning Herald quiz yesterday? No, I haven't yet. You got 14 though. Yeah, I got carried. Mumsy carried me. A lot of health questions? Oh, just find that sometimes you're on and sometimes you're not. And she yeah. just got a string of good ones. So um, 14 is not a bad score. If you can... 14 out of 25, usually ha- I'm usually happy if I pass that quiz. One of the former listeners reckons we need to move to the age, uh, not the the age of the Australian. I think he's a current listener now, but um, he might be back again. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's, there's something to do with history. If you if you do something regularly each week and, you know, after 10 years or so, someone says change, I just, I find that hard to do. I, I'm stuck in my ways. Um well, you know. that's the thing. I mean, trying to get my wife to move from fucking Apple to Android was fucking hard work. God, it took me a lot of investment to do it. She finally mm. did it about a year ago and has, and has never looked back. And uh, I sort of get that impression with, um, you know, Spotify. I, I think we both use Spotify. I'm actually getting fucking annoyed with it lately. And I'm mm. 
wanting to change, but I just can't because then I've got everything set up there. It sort of locks you in, but I feel as if I just do the jump to no, Pandora. There's no, the, the, the upside, there's no, it's grass is greener material for, for, for Spotify. I've played around on other platforms, mate. Just, I'll save yourself the heartache. Just don't. Yeah, okay, but I wish their fucking their software or tech department would take uh, some of the listeners' ideas a bit more seriously. Well, you've got to know these days, big multinational, you're never going to speak to anyone on the phone, so you've got to craft a good email, and I think if you do that or craft a good message, someone's going to come back to you. You just yeah, got to trust them a little bit. Maybe that's what I need to do. Um, let's start with Sonny Bill Williams' 14 minutes last night. I was surprised that he didn't play more, but... Trent Robinson, he's almost trolling the league there, and Volandis, who's brought back Sonny Bill, going, nah, I'm just going to ease him back in. And like the hoopla around it was, fuck, I don't know if it's ratings it, or what it, it was. Matched, it matched, well, I think it matched Jared Hayne, 2017, was it? Yeah. Or 18. Hayne Cam, and they, but they had Hayne Cam. Yeah, um, I remember that. That was had, earlier than 17. That was probably 16, yeah, wasn't it? 15? So when did Hayne go, go to NFL? Did he only have one year over there? Yeah. Well, that's right, because Hayne came back mid-year. He, he of... had one year and then tried to make the roster the second year and didn't, and then um, and then kind of came oh. back. And came back about July or something. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they had Hayne cam, but far out. So again, I don't listen to commentary. So the whole... I reckon 75% of the game, they had that little fucking camera in the right-hand bottom corner of Sonny Bill doing burpees and press-ups and shit. I'm I like, know. what has the world got to? I know. Um, it does... Look, it was 14 minutes, and people were going to laugh and everything like that, but I saw enough to know that he's going to be a factor in, to, um, in the finals. To be honest, so did I. But I had a lot of Aussies, which obviously got blinded and fogged by the the circus and the hoopla. But when he came on, he did exactly what you wanted him to do as a Trent Rock. Like, he tackled his heart out. Mm. He had some pace. Like, his first setup, yeah, he got smashed, and but he got the offload away. Exactly what the Roosters want and need out of Sonny Bill Williams for this mm. last sort of um, onslaught at the Premiership. Yeah, and, and the, the Roosters' 17 is going to be extremely interesting when it comes down to, you know, three weeks' time. And Trent's going to, look, he's, he's, Angus Crichton came back last night. I just forgot about him. Like, and he was, start of the season, close to the best back row on the comp. Um, and has been for the last 12 months. He's been unbelievable. So he's just come back. They've got an embarrassment of riches. And who's going to miss out for Sunnyville? It's going to be a good player. Like, Tupin Nunier, obviously, he's taken Crichton's spot and hasn't looked back. He's going to have to drop down to the bench. You've got... Is he? I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't know how you could drop Tupania. He's been going that good. Well, he is an impact player. So Crichton is a... I mean, Crichton is a fucking hell of a player. Now Corden's back. You've got other guys like Butcher floating around, Lindsay Collins. I mean, there's going to be a couple of those guys who probably don't make it. I like this um, Freddie Lussick, though. Yeah, he made a, got through a heap of work, didn't he? 65 but... tackles. Is he related to Darcy or Joey? You're going to have to say yes, aren't you? Yeah, it's just it's not a name you see a lot on the uh, 
around the corporate world. Where do you reckon Lusik's from? Are we talking like some sort of maybe Polish? Lusik. Lusik. I've got no idea. He Freddie is the youngest brother of professional league, rugby league players Darcy and Joey. So it's a big league family. What did and Joey do? They're from the Beacon Hill area. What did Joey Lusick do? Stuffle, uh, hooker for the Roosters, and then he played one game for Manly and forty-one for Salford. Did you say hooker for the Roosters? No, yeah, yeah, but never got a. Oh. Uh, yeah, it says Joey Lussick, hooker for the Roosters at the moment, but huh. uh, in mid-season switch, I think that's out of date. Yeah, it must be. Um, was Darcy Lussick the one that was famous for being a bouncer as well? Yeah, and there was always big raps on him being a real tough cunt, mm. but I don't think we ever saw it. Who was better, Darcy Lussick or Brenton Lawrence? <sighs> Brenton Lawrence. By, by a margin. The South Australian. Who was? Remember, like, there was real talk that man, uh, that Queensland were trying to sort of sort it, that he was going to play, or maybe even New South Wales, he was going to play state football. Really? I can't remember that. That's but he was born in South Australia, raised in South Australia, so there was always like a little bit of a, uh, um, yeah, a hoopla around it. Back to, give me your thoughts on Raiders Roosters because I don't think you'd be too pissed off or too down in the dumps if you're a Raiders fan losing 18-6 to, to the Roosters. They could have probably got a lot closer. You reckon the Raiders should have got closer? Well, I think there were moments in the first half when they were looking really, really good. Yeah. They made a few stupid mistakes, but you know they were close enough to know that if they if they get the Roosters... In the semis, they, I think they're capable of beating them. They're capable of upsetting them. There's not many other teams in the league that you can say that. Yeah, but I mean, I still you still don't want to understate um, the Roosters' performance and what that shows, right? That they can turn up and win at the end of the day on the big games they need to. Mm. But we already knew that, didn't we? I mean... Where are the Roosters? They're third on the table. Like, come on. Surely we knew that. What, are, are we under... I mean, yeah, look. We had a bit of a debate the other day about a guy that carried on about, oh, it's a shit comp this year because only four teams can win it. Oh, I'm God. like, what? What is this bloke expecting? I mean, oh, we're God. around... with more God. than three quarters through the season. Mm-hmm. What sort of comp would it be if more than four teams could realistically win it? It'd be like playing bloody marbles. Nah, it's 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 when you get to this period of the year, like in all seriousness, it's sometimes only one or two that can win it. But the fact that we're saying four, and our four is Panthers, Storm, Roosters, Raiders. That's what we're saying. Yep. We're not. We don't give the Eels a hope in hell. But Panthers, Storm, Roosters. So I saw us. The, the bookies usually get this right. So the Panthers, Storm, Roosters hmm. have all got about twenty-five percent uh, each chance of winning. Well, it's just come in a little bit. You've got Roosters who are in third place at three fifty, Storm second place three seventy-five, and Panthers first place four twenty-five, and then the Eels who are in fourth at eleven dollars, and then the Raiders fifteen. Well, the Eels. 
It should flip around, shouldn't it? It will flip around, but I think, you know, you've genuinely got to probably respect the competition points and the fact that the Raiders aren't a gimme to make the top four, and that's why those odds are going to be a little bit back. But if the Eels lose today and will get to that game, I think those odds will change significantly because it means that the Raiders will get a better chance of making the four. Then there's a big drop-off, isn't there? So if you include the Eels in that drop-off, and and the Eels side now, unfortunately is not the one that was at the start of the year, which was getting us quite razzed up. Knights and Rabbitohs, um, who narrowly went down to the storm, but showed a little bit. Um, that's a drop-off, isn't it? Like a huge drop-off. It's a drop-off. Yeah, massive drop-off. But I think Rabbitohs are the... the Most capable. Probably the leading light of the pack. They're leading the pack. I mean, you know, if I had to put a percentage, you'd give it 3 or 4% they could chance to win the comp. Yeah. You know, and then the you know, Knights and Sharks and the Warriors, like they've got a percentage chance well, things could go right. There could be a bloody pandemic of another pandemic or something. Well, I mean, the Sharks got absolutely destroyed on Friday night versus the Knights. The Knights aren't good. They haven't been good. Like, they've been gritty. They've been, like, you know, tough in defense, and they've won a couple of games. But you, you put that Knights side on paper versus the top four and they'll just get obliterated with talent wise but it's just like the, the players that the knights have like around the fringes of their 13 are really fucking average and i, I have to say ponga credit where credit's due he has gone to another level um whereas he he is week in week out carrying that team now and they had a couple of bad like oh, they got flogged by the warriors last week decimated <laughs> They're oh, not no. a good side, are they? And then they put 30 on the Sharks. So, oh, geez, I don't want to read too much into what's happening. But, look, they, I think you they're a average roster that has been well coached Definitely. to get quite a bit out of them yep. and will sneak into the eight. Oh, no, they won't be and sneaking. Look, they can't be sneaking, can they? They're on 21 well, points. Yeah, okay, they'll get into the eight. They're six and or they will get and they'll get some good experience this year of finals footy that hopefully will stead them in good steed for the next couple of years when they get a bit more quality into their roster. Yeah, you're adding like Tyson Frizzells and you're adding like, you know, they are a building by the year club, I think. But the Mitchell Pierce thing is interesting. He's fucking bad now. Like Mitchell Pierce is no longer that player that we used to talk about, like a very, very good club player. You watch Mitchell Pierce. He does some nice things, but fuck, by and large, I'd be worried about him expecting Pierce to be the leading half on a title-contending team. Because if you're the Knights, top brass, and you've got Ponga there, and you're like, well, we've got to have, we've got to be able to set this team up, comp up, uh, team up to win a comp. Having Pierce there in the halves, and who else, who God knows who else, wouldn't mind foreign because of their, their tight connection. I think that's a big, big problem, eh? Because there's other play, there's other the forwards are going to be pretty good when you bring in Frizzell in there, and you can kind of build around the fringes with other other people in the backs. But the halves, obviously, they've had issues with the spine and injuries, a lot of hooker injuries. But I don't know, Mitchell Pierce. Have you been watching him much this year? Yeah, a little bit, and I see what you you mean. He's almost like a. He's almost like a forward. Like he's he, to me, he's still he's still looking okay out there in terms of making his tackles and stuff. But mm. he's not giving you what you want as a half. And 
Look, one thing about the Knights, and it relates to this issue about Pierce, is they they do know where they stand as a club. Like, mm. they've been through some really, you know, that, over the last 2000, late 2000s and late 2010s, they've gone through some really difficult times. And they have just basically accepted their fate and have put in a plan. It's been an arduous and uh, difficult plan. But I think one thing that allows the Knights to do this plan is that the town is just pure rugby league. Like, if, if they were wooden spooners for 10 years, mm. you'd still get crowds turned up. Whereas mm. if, you're, if you're the Warriors or, geez, the Storm or something, you can't afford to put in such a long ranging plan because you just the, the fans just won't turn up but the, the knights like they are very purist the few the ones i know i just and they've allowed that club to really just accept where they are and really build slowly very and this is you know this is a this is a slow burn for them post bennett and even just before bennett who who was it who was their coach just before Bennett? Rick Stone. He went all right, but they they yeah, Bennett was a bad decision. And look, Denny Tinkler, Denny. No, 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 no. T- Hang on a minute. Bennett was fantastic. He left the club in ruins, but he knew they knew it was win now. Like he got them to win the game of the grand final. Yeah. Okay. And but... it's a very good Roosters side. I think the year that the Roosters won the comp, maybe, or maybe the year that. South won the comp that knocked out the bunny. Uh, they knocked out the a very good Knights team. Um, speaking uh, of was, that I'm era, sure see, it was uh, thirteen, wasn't it? Potentially, when, was it la- was Badiris's last year? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say yes. Yeah, oh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. It might have been Travis Waddell, maybe. So they got flogged at by uh, the Roosters in the prelim final. So if you go back through that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a, a back line of Boyd, mm. Niga- Kevin Nigama, mm. Lailua, Ngangai in the centres, mm. Aquila Yuade, mm. Mullen and Tyrone Roberts in the halves. So mm. that's... It's good. I mean, Exciting. you're not back in getting... That, that halves combination getting you in one game away from a grand final, that's not too bad. Then they had Willie Mason in the forward pack with David Farlongo towards the end of his career. Mm. Danny Baderas at nine. Obviously, Jeremy Smith at lock. Um, waltzing Matt Hilda, Chris Houston, Neville Costigan, and Alex McKinnon on the bench. I mean, that wasn't a greatest... Uh... They had Bo Scott too, so he might have been injured. No, Bo Scott was in the second row with Robbie Richard. Okay. And Bo Scott was... Yeah, he was actually... No, that's a very Bennett side. Like, I mean, that's a very, very Wayne Bennett. That same, exact same model that he took to the Dragons when they won in 09. Um... All right, enough about the Knights. But did you see that Jared Mullins trying to make a comeback after getting... I was about to say that. Oh, I mean... Just move <sighs> on, Jared. Move He's on. 33 years old and 149 days. Fuck me. Yeah, no way. Um, did the Panthers lose another game for the regular season? N- nope. No, you wouldn't think so, would you? Because I think... What's the run-in? It's quite easy, isn't it? The run-in is... Uh, Brought to you here. Just give us one moment. By Rishes. The running brought to you by Rishes. Rishes running. running. The 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 Panthers. Something with the draws of some of these teams, eh? 
Like the Panther seems no, to have... No, it's just COVID-based. Yeah, there's some COVID draws that are that are very sketchy. There's going to be one really tough game here for the Panthers. That's the Eels next week. Um, but that's at Panther Stadium. Then they're away to the Cowboys. Don't be surprised if they lose that game to the Cowboys. You just can't keep winning in the NRL. that You do get slipped up. And then the Dogs, who are, who are going to be gallant in defeat, um, they'll get close in the first half and they'll lose by 35. The Dogs. Yeah. Did you... Um, did you catch that game yesterday, Dogs-Titans? Uh, so Saturday, my Super Saturdays, I've sort of tried to be a better husband and family man, so I do a lot of cooking. Mm. And my house to set up's quite good because you've got a sort of kitchen can look over the TV. But fuck, I just, you can't fight. Fuck, league is, uh, it's just the game has changed so much in terms of integrating it into my life. It's so fast now. I have if I want to actually watch a game of football, I have to put my phone down and like look, not even touch it. So I was doing cooking, so I didn't really watch much of it. Um, you know, all I can do when you're cooking and getting into it is just keep an eye on the score and see what's happening. Mm. But yeah, just uh, look, the doggies wrote the script right. Um, they 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 play to the same old script. Uh, but again, and and then Foran's injury, I guess that's just so. Sad. So, what did he do in the end? The the pictorial. Uh, it was a pictorial, was it? It yeah. just looked like a shoulder. It looked similar to what he did against England last year. Um, it wasn't like uh, it didn't look catastrophic. It was like one of those ones where he went down in the tackle and then sort of just go, just started walking off, but not in pain. You know, like we, he was like, I've done it, not in pain. Just had to walk off. Do you know what I mean? It's just he was playing so well. And oh, in the all the contract the stuff, and I was getting like um, I'm on a few bogan Aussie league forums, mm. and they're going, oh, foreign, fuck, he's playing well. I was just saying to myself, fuck, you guys listen to legal counsel. Mm. Re Harry and I've been saying that for the last ten years, and I'm not ten years, sorry, ten weeks. Ten weeks. But I guess we 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 look at him a lot more closely, don't we, than maybe the average league punter? Yeah, there's something about him that. As we've said in the past, I just love him. He is extreme. Like people do put a black line through your name very quickly these days, especially from from an injury perspective. And look, he has been as injury prone as they get, but it hasn't been that bad this year and last. Well, he's played pretty much every game this year, and he played a lot last year. It's he was he missed a bit, I think, the start of last yeah. year. But he's going to be out. Yeah. And, and now he's going to be contractless. It wouldn't put me off. Like, I'd sign him to now probably the long-term deal that he was looking for. So he knocked back a one year from the dogs, which had incentives in it. And I think you have to do something similar. You sign him to a one-year deal, and Foran's just going to have to be okay with that. So I would go, I would just love to see him go back to Manly. Manly needs something. And, fuck, they've been disappointing. They lost again last night. Um, I don't know. Actually, no, just finish on the dogs. Did the dogs get dudded last night? I was hearing a lot of chat regarding referees and Jared Maxwell's game got thrown up. And... Uh, so, Jared Maxwell, to be honest, the the controversy was around the um, uh, the try, uh, Luke Thompson's no try, mm -hmm. which was given no try when it went to bunker and then reiterated no try. It was the old classic double movement. And we're not, again, watching it from the kitchen and I, and I was like, because this is the other beautiful thing about me not listening to commentary anymore, is that I'm quite pure 
mm. when it comes to uh, bunkers and challenges. Mm. So I'm just listening with music. My brain's just in a nice area. And I'm just like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that is totally 50-50. Yeah, okay. When so you're okay with it. Because, so what happened, Rehurry, is he went down to score a try. was about 30 centimetres short. Mm-hmm. And he definitely lifted his arm and mm. to score. But if he didn't lift his arm, which would have been hard to do, he would have scored anyway. But because he promoted it, you had to say no try. And it went up no try. So, again, me in the kitchen, music blaring, watching it, I'm like, fuck, that's a tough call for Jarrett, for any bunker person, for any league person. Mm. And I get it a lot with the challenges too, because I'm watching it and I... I sort of, again, no commentary. I just see the camera pan to the players going, oh, should we challenge it? Should we challenge it? Mm. And then I watch the challenge just purely visually. And so I'm seeing exactly what the bunker man's seeing. And I'm going, fuck, that's a, that's a tough call. Um, like that's a hard call for a league person to make. The other one was last night, Josh Morris. Was it Josh? Or, I think it was Josh when he, he went up for the challenge on, um, he dropped that ball, but he, he goes, oh, no, nah, chance. SCNK touched it when it got past him. Did you remember that? No. Now, so he so Josh just blew a challenge. But I, to me, I don't think he blew it because who I think Tupo passed it back inside to him. Tupo was on the left wing, ran down the sideline and passed it back inside to Josh Morris. And Josh Morris sort of just coughed it up. Yeah. And as soon as he coughed it up he pointed at C&K and goes he touched it he touched it <laughs> and like if, if you're the captain of the roosters and Josh Morris is going he touched it oh. you're going to challenge it aren't you yeah Fucking and so they went upstairs the bunker and like I was watching I'm like I reckon he's definitely touched that but mm. the fucking the camera the, the video does not it was such a fine touch right and I was thinking poor old Josh Morris I still don't think he's a liar Mm. I just think the video couldn't tell you. Yeah, well. So he burnt one. So It's funny you look, say like that about your you watching. Start, you have to actually put your hat on and think, mm. will, the, will the cameras actually show that, you know? It's, it's, it's funny that you say how you're watching it because I, I wasn't, I did what you did. I was trying not to watch. Well, I was keeping my eye on the Bulldogs game, but I was definitely locking myself in for yep. the Tigers game, Roost, uh, Tigers and the Roosters game. But I was keeping abreast of the Bulldogs game via Twitter. So I had just the most irrational perspectives. And you obviously had a purest perspective, not listening to any commentary. And I've just got guys teeing off saying how it was a, it was a try. Maxwell needs to go. So I'm like, oh, fuck. It sounds like the Bulldogs are getting dudded here. And Ree, Harry, let's be honest. Your Twitter sphere... Mm. wouldn't have a lot of sort of Titan-based fans, would it? Oh, I, I, I think I've got a couple, but... Um, yeah, but doggies, I'd imagine, just yeah. with the people you hang around with, yeah. with their history, it's a lot more dogs biased. Yeah, no, that's true. I tried it with our, I mean, it's not mine, it's with our legal counsel Twitter. I do like to have a good cross-section. I find there's a lot of Raiders, um, a lot of Raiders fans in, in there, and, and they are quite humorous. Anyway, back to the dogs. So they've won two games this year from 17. Then you have the Broncos and the Cowboys have both won three. Fucking hell, the Cowboys are under the radar. Bad, aren't they? Like People are giving them a free pass. They've got a pretty good roster too. And I tell you what, Paul Green, 
very well-timed exit. And I, I'm watching you, Paul Green. If you're the coach of the Broncos, I don't see it. I think that you're going to get some real... Um, there's going to be a time in the future when Paul Green's going to be under all sorts of pressure. So the Broncos candidates, who really are they? Because Peyton now is with the um, Cowboys. Geez, you've got to feel good about that. Oh, yeah, I think they, they will. Um, yeah, I mean, Wayne Bennett, Paul Green, they're not going to go back to hook. I mean, that that is it. Like, that that is the about- end of it. What about Peter Gentle and the Asian Moneyball guy? Have they nah, have they got better under them? Nah. Uh, the, the Broncos, as, as fucked as the situation is, they know who their coach is. It's Paul Green. There's that's there's no no other way that that's possible. I mean, you could you could see Bennett going back there. I know there's some water to probably to go under the bridge, but you definitely could see him going back there. Mm, he's just so old now. I mean. Surely in Queensland, there's a young up-and-coming Queensland Cup coach. I don't know who coaches Redcliffe or... Well, Christian, why doesn't Christian Wolf get mentioned? I guess he's tied up to St. Uh, St. He got Helen. mentioned with the Cowboys gig, I think. Yeah, okay. He is a North Queenslander. Um, but yeah, Cowboys. I mean, it's a shame we don't get to see too much of Val Holmes. Although Val Holmes is playing this afternoon, isn't he? This for evening. who? Oh, yeah, for Cowboys, yeah. Yeah. Put, put so... Do you think the Raiders are still amongst it? You're still comfortable. We've talked them up a little bit in the last couple of weeks. You're still comfortable with them in terms of um, their thereabouts? Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? They're, yeah, they're there for premiership. Yeah, I mean, did they lost last night, but did you did it change the perspective that you have of them? Or is it just the Roosters of that Oh, game? yeah. I mean, it drops it a little bit because it was a big game that they could have shown their metal. But, <clears throat> look, oh, they're still in contention for mine. I mean, they're going to get a lot of, what do they say? You need to lo- get a, lose one to win one. So they've still got the desperation. Yeah, no, I think they'll be there. They'll be they've, there or They've got a run home of the Dragons, Warriors and Sharks, and you'd say that they, they're at least going to win two of those. You probably yeah, would so say they three. Top four. They make the top four. Who knows? They could jack... They could, and that, and, and that leads to this afternoon's game, I guess. But I just wanted to, before we move on to this mm-hmm. afternoon's game, I was having a think about it the other day, or actually last night when I was watching the league. Sports have these sort of, um, uh, what these sort of pinnacles. That's not right the word, but in baseball, I think you have like the no-hitter. The pitcher mm-hmm. throws a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. Golf, you've got hole-in-one. Uh... What other sports? Cricket, you've you... got a hat trick. Or a hat trick, cricket, yep. Or six sixes. Six sixes, which is probably, you know, just um, so far out there. Uh, the 250 in bowling, temp and bowling. Is it 250? Is this 300? Oh, no, 300, sorry. Bowling a 300. Yeah. yeah. So Darts, you've been... got um, 180. Yeah, 180. Yeah, but no, 180 happens a lot, though. Uh, you know. Yeah, 180 happens quite. I'm talking about that sort of. I mean, hole in one, you have to shout the bar and that sort of stuff. I was thinking, what could be the rugby league equivalent? Like, it's sort of something that you should celebrate if you achieve it, even if it's like park football. And I was thinking, maybe we could celebrate and and make uh, put something on a pit. And I was thinking, what about 
playing the ball and then scoring off the next off that play. Like how often would that happen? So and like then, you're at the start and the end of the chain, like a human centipede. <laughs> Come on, maybe we call it the centipede. And um, it's just it's just something a bit fun to talk about, like oh Benji's got his first centipede, or <laughs> do you not know, like. And some shit players that may play five first grade games might get a centipede, and like he was the guy that played the least first grade games and got a centipede. I don't, don't know. Just, I think I think league's very good at milestones. We've become very good since the first, you know, since the three hundred games, and then now you talk even two fifties, one fifties, two hundreds. There is there has been a try goal field goal combination. Try um, goal. Okay. Yeah. So. That's I think that's a that's like a bag of something, isn't it? You when you get a bag of wickets, um, bag three, five wicket bags. Oh, but yeah, you yeah. also if if you go, oh, I've got a bag of wickets, you probably would almost say three or four sometimes, wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I got a bag. It's, I mean, three or four, you've bowled pretty well in any. I think you've well, done what you needed to do. Bags like what's smaller than a bag? Uh, a <clears throat> what? What do, you, what do they call mini bags? Like when you get no, you them. don't you don't you don't sort of get home from cricket and go to the missus. Oh yeah, I got a collection of wickets today. Oh, you got a bag. But like, <laughs> I was just trying to think. You know, you obviously shell out for a bag of uh, David Stags. What's yeah. like a mini one called? Is there a little name for it? Uh, a mini bag. Oh, a satchel. A half. Well, apparently. Pandemic based has brought in, you know, drug dealers are doing it tough too, and they are looking to innovate. And I've heard that half bags now, um, amongst a few people, are beginning quite popular just because of, um, obviously to save money. But someone said, or maybe in the paper the other day, was saying that full bags were getting up into the seven hundred dollar range. Um, Hang so, on. Well, supply and demand, it's it's getting very difficult to go through the normal channels. Okay, I see. And it's only produced really in a couple of places on Earth. And um, did you actually yeah, ever... I, I went to one. Um, I went to... I was in the jungles of Colombia and I went to a... Went to a lab to see it get made. <laughs> did you ever do that when you were over there? No. They took, like, they, we woke up, we're on, like, a trek. It was, like, a six-day trek in the north of Colombia, the Lost City Los trek. Perdidos. Yeah. Um, Ciudad de Perdidos. Ciudad de Perdidos. And it's a six-day trek, and it's fucking grueling. But one morning, and I was with a whole bunch of Aussie leagueies. I found my, I was traveling with the missus for six months, and then near, you know, this is month four, and then I just happened to be in the same group as, like, in this six-day tour is about... 12 Aussie Bogan leagueies, and they're all sort of just, just, you know, and you're just like, fuck, this is going to be a good few days. And they'd yep. organize with the, with the guide to, because we're in the jungle, um, and it's all surrounded by FARC, and it, you can tell, you know, what they're there for. There's a lot of growing, um, uh, the coca plant and cultivating it. And they said, do you want to go to a, a, a lab in the morning? And I was like, yes, I do. And we went, um, woke up at about 6 a.m. Went on a forty-minute sort of little mini hike, and then got there and saw it sort of, you know, passed through sieves and, you know, filtered by petrol, like just pouring petrol through these sieves and you know going through that muslin wrap and then getting down to the base 
um just you know like the thick it's almost like a gluey texture it's called base which is where the term base head comes from because a lot of people who were uh, in the early days in new york um it's quite cheap obviously to get to the base level and then they were just sort of buying base before it was actually all the way filtered through to mm. the to the powder um and i'll probably finish the story there um but i'd, I'd just like to uh, i just reminded me of a little rugby league morsel i got and i can't remember i was over that part of the world too and i can remember being on a boat maybe it was in mexico and i had this i was an older aussie guy next to me and we just started talking league and just randomly he blurted out oh yeah I'm best mates with Cameron Phelps's old man. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Cameron Phelps, the old fullback for the doggies. Yeah, wing fullback. Wing yeah. fullback centre. Um, yeah. I and, actually, on that trip with me, was a young Chris Houston and Danny Wicks. Bullshit. Yeah, well, they were there, and that's when they very got the first love for the... Um, <laughs> love no, for the you saw Chris Houston and Danny Wicks on your tour. I'm joking because they got done for selling eggies oh, in Newcastle, you dumb see. I was going to say. Um, do you, what was interesting, you know how they did that bloody, you know, the SBW circus? And yeah. they show him on that page uh, with when he's got that massive mop of hair for New South Wales Secondary Schools. Oh, yeah. Who are the other guys next to them? One's Daniel Conn, and the other guy is another guy. I can't, fuck, I can't remember. It's another guy that made, played quite a good bit of first grade football. An interesting, under Daniel Codd, it says, you know, it's like one of those yearbook things that goes, and this would have been 2001, I guess, and this is uh, most likely to play, uh, or most likely to be on a reality TV show. Daniel Codd? Yeah. And he was. Was he? Well, he was a male model and all that, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he, he appeared on Bondi Inc. a bit. Oh, of course he would have. Um, gee whiz. Okay, so... We've we've gone on, but there's there is. Oh, I just quickly touch on Manly um, Tigers Maybe. last night. That was a good game of league. Sixty six points uh, scored. Oh, the two just teams that I just don't really feature for me anymore. It's frustrating because that Tigers team. There's some good. There's some good parts about it, but I don't know if we want to get into this. But they are royally fucked for the next three years with their salary cap. And it's bloody sad because there's been some sort of momentum building, um, I feel, in the last couple of years. Um, mainly just, I think, I do trust Madge, even though he's an absolute hard-ass. Um, so Tigers fans are not going to get it good next year and the year after until they get all those contracts off their books. And then look ahead to today's game. So let's just fuck off Cowboys-Dragons because that means... Bugger all. Although, oh. if the Dragons win, okay, they go to 14 points. Yeah, nah, they're fucked. I mean, the Sharks just falling in a big shitty heap is, is, is on the cards here, isn't it? A what? 3P? Uh, the, the Sharks just falling in a big shitty heap. And losing their next three and finishing on eighteen points has really opened up, not just for the Warriors but potentially for the Tigers and Dragons to sneak in. No, no, no. I don't think you could write them off completely. Now, the Tigers. Oh, sorry, the 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 Sharkies. Okay, I'm going to read you out this. 
Oh, Jesus. Home to the Warriors. Away to the Roosters. Home to the Raiders. They have just got Wade Graham, who's going to be out. Chad Townsend. Did you see that? Yeah, and I just couldn't believe what people were talking about it so much. Who cares? Like, it means like, come nothing. on, but that you don't see like a brutal hit like that. Like, what was he thinking? It wasn't even that brutal, I didn't think. It was just a collision. So do you think it was more just he fucked up? You know when you're charging a kick and you've got momentum too much, so he's almost like, well, how do I get out of this? I'll jump in the air and try and sort of avoid him. And and he hit him in the yeah. It just went horribly wrong because you know Chad's not a malicious kind of guy. Nah. He's just got a malicious haircut. Um, they could very well lose the next three, which brings the Warriors in. Which means the Warriors have to win two of the next three because if they if they just win, sorry, if, let's we've got to win three. We've got to win three, but if they win two, Warriors. I think the Sharks could get a couple of real hidings. And the points yep. difference is there's 100 points in it between the Warriors and the Sharks. So the Warriors would have to beat the Sharks. Let's just say if they beat the Sharks by 20, then that swings it by 40. Yep. And then, you know, hoping that the Sharks get flogged by the Raiders and Roosters, which is a look, real chance. Look, we just need to win three, Harry. Okay. Let's just forget about you. the Pumi. As a Warriors fan, I've had too many years. Too many of- permutations. Yeah. I just want to win properly. I mean, before supporting the Warriors, did you know what the word permutation was? <laughs> no, but it just seems every time you lose, you go straight back to, oh, if this happens, this happens. Um, I just like to be in a position of, oh, we're winning, we're winning, we're winning. I mean, if you Even like said- that year, 2018, when we were oh, God, pretty don't. comfortable in the eight, the fucking, we had to do so many permutations to work out, could we make the four? Oh, permutations. It's a, it's a fucking horrible, it's a word. You don't want to hear. You don't want to hear that word. Okay, Warriors at home, Gosford, Eels, no Dylan Brown. He um, goes to six for them. Jai. Jai Field. Okay. Damn it. I was hoping they went Takarangi. Now, the Eels have said you can't have your lone players. So George Jennings, who's actually been really good, has been replaced by the immortal Gerard Bell. Look, to be honest, that's fair enough from the Eels. Jeez. Yeah. Don't, we can't go them for that. Oh, and you... We're also down Katoa, so Murchie comes in. We actually couldn't name 21 players. Jeez. I mean, and to be honest, not playing Elvara will help us. Mm. Look, on, pa- on paper, you still have to say the Eels. But the yeah. Eels aren't playing with confidence at the moment. And, well, and Murphy's been playing bloody well. I have to give it to him. It's taken a while. Well, the Warriors are $3.10 outsiders. I think they're a better shot than that. I think the Eels are favourites. But, mate, I'm going to go with the story. I'm going to go Warriors. Yeah, look, I'm going the Eels. I think this is an absolute classic as a Warriors fan. One that we can, you know, we could win and and really, yeah, Eels. I see what you're doing there. You're gently letting yourself down now so that you're pleasantly surprised later. Well, hopefully. But, I mean, we know how how this ends up, don't we? We've we've played this story many a time. 
You know what is fucked, though? That the Cowboys... Now, they must have some injuries. Yeah, few. They are outsiders to the Dragons in Townsville. The fucking Cowboys, I think, will run a real, run a real score on the Dragons. <sighs> Don't want to feel harsh, but who cares? I'm not going to watch that game of football. It's at 6.30pm. I think you should. If it's Father's Day, you should demand it. Yeah, actually, you're right. I mean, who am I if I can't watch an an unnecessary game of league at 6.30 on Father's Day just to say that it's Father's Day? Quote, and then what? those shitty games, once you get into them, they're actually quite good. It's like... That's, you just what, that's what punting's for, isn't it? Oh, and hisses and stuff, and you quite enjoy it. Yeah, that's that's why you punt, which I'm currently on a punting holiday, which is which is good. It's nice. feels good. Um, because I've given out too many mortgage mortgage punts and they have haven't gone well. Although I reckon we've actually been on a decent run lately. Yep. So eels, I got eels, cowboys. You got warriors, cowboys. Yep. Warriors, cowboys. Fuck, that's a nice way to just put a bow on Father's Day, isn't it? Yeah, not too bad at all. So we, if the Warriors win this, they're two points behind the Sharks, and then they play the Sharks next week. Yep. So they win the next two. They're on 18 points. Yep. Just probably a ninth on differential if, if, if we don't get too carried away with the... Wow. Who would have thought that? Nah, it's an, it's an immense effort. And Not I reckon... even us, like the optimists. We know there's no roadmap in our mind where, where this happens. <coughs> Which you got to give credit to Todd Payton, don't you? Well, I've given enough to him, haven't I? Yeah. I've been leading the Todd Payton bandwagon for a, for a while. Um, bless him. He's going to be... Um, There's quite a good article I was actually meaning to read saying that the moment that... people uh, Something like it was the moment that um, I thought we were all going home. He must really? have had a few interventions, eh? Whereas, like, guys, come on, pull together. Well, he's wrote an article about that. Oh, there's just an article in some paper that I was like, oh, I'll go back to that and read that in a bit. Yeah, okay. Mm. Anyway, mate, enjoy the uh, the day. Keep rested, keep focused, and hopefully we can just remove a few permutations later on. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a centipede today, to be fair. I'm going to keep my eye out. Yeah, on. well, let's keep it. I mean, let's keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Mm. All right. You got to love your league. Got to love your league. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Just want you to play